Alright, so you're gonna make fun of me? Yeah. Up the top of the, uh, the episode. Absolutely. Bring it. Yeah, just just bring it. That's well, you fun. just said you moved your cardio outside. Yeah. Because I weigh 600 pounds, Casey. There's no way. <laughs> Every so we live in similar climates. Okay. I don't know if is it as humid there as it is here. <gasps> Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's it's close enough. Okay, so right now, our feels-like temperature is basically in the hundreds every day. Yeah. Even though it's not 100. It's humid, it's gross, it's muggy, and I see people exercising outside, and I just am like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> why? Why do you... What? I mean, I guess this goes for Danny, too. He's been walking outside in the hottest part of the day. But it's just too hot. It's too hot. It is too hot. It... <sighs> Did you do cardio before this episode? No. I mean, I just... You're just from... sweaty from getting your microphone working. <laughs> Hold on. My thing seems to be making a lot of noise over here. Oh, it's the cord. It's all twisted. Danny got us a new aux cord and it's um like braided there we go I fixed maybe it would it. help if you took a like a glass full of ice cubes and shook it around in front of the mic <laughs> i don't do that right <laughs> <laughs> you do that <laughs> okay anyway so so tell me tell me your theory uh my theory is that i'm a giant man and i need to lose weight quickly mm. so mm. i'll take this is what happens this, so you're gonna a, you're gonna lose it by becoming dehydrated and throwing up and getting diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is what ha- this always happens whenever I get on a workout kick is that I'll start off with cardio and weights and uh-huh. then I just start gradually just doing only weights, thinking uh-huh. like, yeah, this is basically cardio. Uh-huh. As I sit down and eat like two full sleeves of double stuffs <laughs> after every meal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, nah, I'm doing cardio. I'm doing weights. That's like cardio <laughs> and muscle building at the same time. And then I step on a scale and realize, no, as a matter of fact, it's not the same as cardio. And I've been eating Doritos by the bag for two weeks. And I weigh 600 pounds. So I'm going to go outside and sweat some of it off. Oh, my gosh. I just... I don't... I. It's just. It's just really hot right now. I don't... I was I've been having a hard time getting motivated to work out inside because mm-hmm. it's so hot. <laughs> just I even feel like if I do this, I'm not going to be able to cool down even inside my house. Yeah. Also, I saw one of the right before I started getting off Facebook mostly for good. Um I saw a girl I went to high school with. I don't even remember what her I don't remember who it was. I just remember I went to high school with you. Was it your sister? <laughs> For your information, Sorry. I took three I, credits at a highly very, esteemed right Christian you, school. It was just a softball right there. Okay, it's go fine. ahead. I was okay. fine. I'll, I'll get you back before the, the episode's over. <laughs> and she said something really profound on Facebook about because she was talking about like mom bods and trying to lose weight. And yeah, something. yeah. And she said... Tan fat looks better than pale fat. <laughs> oh, yes. I've heard that. I was that. like, you know what? I, you know what? There's some truth in that. So I'm just going to go outside. <laughs> I've, st- I've still got the dad bod, but you know what? It's a tanned dad bod. Yeah. There is truth in that because I went to Old Navy 
basically like the day after we got back from the beach and I was very tan and in that dressing room I was I was feeling good I actually bought a couple fitted shirts which I haven't worn in about mm, seven years so (laughs) I'm gonna say there's a little truth in that okay (laughs) uh we got some housekeeping before we dive into this episode that's gonna be a little bit all over the place uh so last episode or the one before the last episode we talked about ccm songs that make you cry so i think i added everybody's um songs to the playlist that replied to me to the either to the podcast or added me so thank you for your input if you still want to add stuff just either dm us or at me and I'll see it at some point. I gotta say, Zach sent us some songs yesterday, and the first two added, like, a full 15 minutes to the playlist. They were the longest songs I've ever seen. (laughs) One was, like, seven and a half minutes. One was seven. I'm like, okay, here we go. But anyways, thanks for for your input on that. Were they both the Pants song from Five Hour Frenzy? (laughs) No. No. One of them was a, a Hill song united song and the other was now i can't remember it was a long one though cue cue uh hacky christian comic from 2004 voice right now yeah we call those 7-eleven songs because it's seven words sing 11 (laughs) times (laughs) oh man anyways so enjoy you can find the playlist on our twitter feed under the last the episode share tweet for 208 and 209 it's there so enjoy that have a good cry let us know how you let us know how it goes (laughs) okay so i wanted i asked matthew if we could talk about chris rice and he's like yes i would love to talk about this uh (laughs) most depressing topic in christendom right now so, um, if you're not aware, Chris Rice, sometime last year, or maybe in 2020, was accused of um, sexual misconduct with a teenage boy, and the church did the right thing and immediately, I think, hired, I don't know if you have to hire um, the Grace company or if they just I don't know how it works but they had the godly response to abuse and Christian environments company come in and investigate and that report came out saying that um that this did happen uh that he did assault um or I don't know what the phrasing was that they used but there was definitely sexual misconduct with um a teenage boy uh, or he abused a teenage boy. So that's uh, super depressing. Uh, it's really sad. Thankful that the church handled it well and that they took it seriously. And um, but I just I just had some things that I was thinking about. I knew you. I know you have come from a different angle as being a man, um, in like being an adult man in in leadership roles around. Um, teens or preteens or whatever but one thing I was thinking is I was kind of wondering if this is why Chris Rice kind of disappeared you know Mm -hmm. in the last 
however many years or so, if he kind of, like, knew that this was going to come back around and get him. Because, like, I think this happened in maybe the early 2000s. Do you remember? I can't remember exactly. Mm. But the whole, like, the way that information is shared now and the way that everything is so super public really fast, I just kind of wonder if he knew it was going to come out and instead of having to yeah instead of having to deal with it then he just kind of went ahead and protected himself ahead of time by not really having a public persona anymore you know yeah i remember when it came out i looked and like he still had a twitter account he had a personal website so Mm. he had like he was out there, but he, he was keeping a sort of low profile. Yeah, you know? low profile. That's a that's a good way to put it. He wasn't totally gone, but he hasn't, yeah. And then just reading the story, just the, when they talked about how, so one thing they talked about was that a lot of things that should have be that should have been like, raising a red flag didn't because of the quote-unquote youth group culture uh-huh. like like giving massages was like part of the youth group culture and i'm just why why what huh <laughs> why is that a thing how I, like if i saw a youth group worker type person or found out that a youth group worker type person of either gender was offering to give massages shoulder massages or whatever to my kids I'd be like well that's the end of that that that's just that's unacceptable Uh uh-huh and I just (laughs) I feel like it just seems so preventable you know like yeah. To not, to, just to not allow that kind of contact. I just, I feel like there's no medium massage. I feel like you're either going to get like the, hey, brother, how's it going? Like where they quick, like grab you. Yeah. Like around the shoulders, mm-hmm. like which is, which is fine. Right. But then there's like the, let me just work that out of you. Yeah. The, like the long one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like there's nothing in between that. Yeah. You're, either, you're either getting like the friendly hey man how's it going right or the or the the therapeutic let me right let me go to, go to work here <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is just no no you don't you don't do that to to minors that are yeah it's just it really bothered me to think that this was like acceptable behavior uh, sorry, I just when I, my first year of Christian college, there was a guy on the basketball team who's one of these like uh, you know he's he's definitely going to be in the ministry one day, so he had uh-huh. already like his ministry thing, and his thing is like he would come behind you and like rub your ear. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. He <laughs> would he'd like walk up behind you and just like rub your ear no. and, and be like, "Hey, brother, how's it going?" <laughs> shout out to travis i understand that like 
it's really funny I'm going to say this, considering our next segment and the words of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, like, human touch is really important. And, like, if kids, if teenagers, you know, aren't getting hugged at home or whatever, then yes. I, I think that there has to be some acceptable ways that we can show affection or communicate care through touch. But massaging is not it. It's just, it's not it. <laughs> yeah. So. Another thing is that. I, and the thing about, sorry, the thing about massaging, like it's top down. Like with a hug, like a kid can come up and give you a hug. And that's sort of, you're kind of like on equal terms. Right. With massaging, it's like the one person has all the power. There's a giver and a receiver. There's not yeah. like two. It's not like a, um like a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just, this is going to sound so selfish. I just need people's whose music that I like to stop ruining their music for me. Okay. <laughs> like I kind of feel this way about Audrey Asad right now. <laughs> like she's gone so bizarre, like, happy for her and her journey you know whatever but some of the things she says are just so bizarre that i've read it's hard for me to like separate that from when i go and listen to her songs now i'm just like oh and then there's this maybe you should get casting crowns to cover all of <laughs> chris rice's songs so that you could be like yabba yabba dabba do ya <laughs> Oh. Again, and Sam that's Kennison. the thing too. Like, is there, is there any? It's kind of like a, a a moral dilemma. Is there any case where you can still listen to his music, and like, even if you didn't stream it? So let's say you own the CD already. So he's not going to be getting any extra money from you streaming it. Could you well, even? In could I even enjoy it really? I don't think so, because it's going to distract you from the true meaning of Easter. <laughs> I mean, your mom was right about Chris Rice. How about that? <laughs> That's the true she winner in this. She knew what she was talking about. She really did. <laughs> That's like a three, four, five-year-old callback. It's so long ago that we... That's fine. This that... podcast is really just between you and I. It's just a two-person <laughs> podcast. It really is. It's just a private conversation that we happen to record. <laughs> Oh, it's just a, it's just a major, it's just a major bummer. It really is. Obviously, it's tragic for, you know, the, the man that, or I mean, he's now a man, but the guy that he abused, but just in general, like a whole, just a whole catalog of created content that is now just tainted, you know? Yeah. So you had an interesting point about like coaching basketball and how you want to be approached. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, I don't want to say it rings true to me because it's not exactly the same thing, but like, you know, I do help coach basketball, girls basketball with the the homeschool uh, program that we're in. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, it is really you know, as a dad, especially as, as 
when I first joined and as the new guy coming in, it was like, you know, I could kind of feel everybody checking me out. Like, mm-hmm. who's this guy? Like, let's right. make sure that there's some other people around. But it's just, so that's not, that's not fun. But like right. at the same time, like if there was none of that, it would have been even worse. Right. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been horrifying. Right. If, if everyone was like, yeah, come in here. These are our daughters. Yeah. yeah we don't know you, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. a, a, a real level of protection around your kids that you really, you don't really, that's something you can't, you can't really prepare for or understand until your kids are, especially that age, going into adolescence. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, to, to kind of go back a little bit, it, it, one of the things in the story, it did talk about how like, there was an aura of celebrity around mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, which it's just horrible, but like, you know, like he, at that point was probably in his mid thirties. So like it, it was just looked at differently of like, mm-hmm. you know, there's this, there's a man in his mid thirties hanging out with teenagers. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's a famous singer. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. It's different than, mm-hmm. you know, if it was just some random 35 year old guy off the street yeah. coming in. Yeah. Um, which just sounds like some, that's something that he took advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. It sucks. Yeah, and like under the guise of like helping them with, was it like he was going to help help them with their music or, you know, stuff like that. So I just, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of the a lot of things about the way. Like I said, the way information is shared now that is kind of uh, overwhelming and can be depressing. But then I think that it's really good that that this is as public as it is because other youth groups, other churches with youth groups, like, have to take stock and ask themselves, like, are we creating a safe environment for these kids because, I mean, what's the point? If it's not safe, what is the point? You can't, you can't learn more about God or, you know, if, if you're constantly feeling unsafe. Well, it does go back to my mother's uh, viewpoint on youth groups as a whole. <laughs> when she said, I don't know why they think they have to go off and be separate from the parents that's not how the bible works you're not separate i don't want you over there just getting worldly with them kids <laughs> uh, yeah. i do think it's good for kids to have sep- like distance from their parents but if in that distance that's created they're not they're they're not truly safe then it's pointless it's it it negates all the positives of like you know learning who you are separate from your parents and figuring out how to be friends with people your own age and all of that so just Maybe a major at girls <laughs> looking at girls and thinking is today the day that i talk to a girl no it is not <laughs> weird too like how chris rice was He's really hyped. Like it's hard to remember. Like in the mid '90s, this dude was really hyped. Like yeah. he was gonna be. Oh, he won. He won so many Dove awards. He was big. 
he had that, that Michael W. Smith juice behind him mm-hmm. where he was, you mm-hmm. know, one of the inaugural members of the Rocket Town label, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, that was, you know, what, what else did you need in the mid-90s right. is right. being Michael W. Smith's guy. But Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, sometimes we just want to talk about things that have happened in in within you know christian culture that it's kind of depressing but you know we've talked about him on the show a lot before i've talked about how much i liked his music and so (sighs) yeah did he did he market correct scott crepane Scott Kirpain kind of had a similar sound. I'm trying to remember any of Scott Kirpain's music. So uh, Sometimes he had that one song. How did it go? Sometimes he calms the storm, but sometimes he calms the child. That was Scott Kirpain? Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. He also had that song. Take me deeper still. Something like that. Deeper still. Deep. Yeah. Deeper still, I think. Scott Kerpain. Oh, he had I'm Not Cool. <laughs> I'm not cool, but that's okay. <laughs> Do you remember that? I lived that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do I remember that? Oh. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's make a hard left or a right turn, whichever direction we want to go. Either way. Uh, Sorry, that was a, that was a, I was attacked by a fly. That okay. wasn't me waving waving you off. <laughs> okay, so um, frequently in our DMs, you will just send me a music video, usually in the late night range. <laughs> 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 when I should be asleep. This is what Matthew's doing. He's he's going on a deep dive through uh, ninety CCM on YouTube. So I, and I just. <laughs> I just need to say, like, I do appreciate your friendship because I don't even need to put a caption there. Like, sometimes no. I can just send you a video <laughs> and I don't even need a response. Like, I just, I have a friend that I can send yes. a CCM video to. Yes. That's, that's good. Yes. Just somebody to send it to. Yes. So I thought we could just make a whole set, a whole new segment where we break down old CCM music videos because why not? Uh, so. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for this, Haas. <laughs> and I also told you that you could pick all the videos because you're like an encyclopedia when it comes to these. <laughs> I'm not so that's, much. That's, that's a very nice way of Casey saying uh, <laughs> I dated as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first video we're going to do is Out of the Gray, All We Need. So if you're listening and you want to pause and go spend the four minutes and 52 seconds watching this music video i promise you will not be sorry you will not regret it your day will be made brighter because you watched this uh so so matthew why don't you just introduce us to this video tell us everything you know about out of the gray christine and scott dente (laughs) i I won't do that i'll just i'll attempt to set this video up but i don't know that i can okay it's, there's so much going on. It's it's the meta, version, right? It's meta. I would say this is probably the zenith <laughs> of pompous, self-important CCM of the 90s. <laughs> this is the zenith of like 
unself-aware CCM golden era right here. Uh, they they think that they are celebrities. Like they think that they are A-list celebrities. It's in this video, and the video is it's a video of them making a video. Crept. Yeah, it's a video of them making a music video. <laughs> and there are stagehands. There are makeup artists. There are who are all super hot, by the yeah. way. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like this whole like extravagant Hollywood production mm-hmm. that would be akin to I, I mean at that time maybe like Mariah Carey or something like that's <laughs> yeah like that's the level of like money that is yes. supposedly being spent yes. on CCM videos yes. <laughs> and it's out of the grade like it's not even michael w smith or amy grant it's out of the grade who were you know at best what like a like a mid-tier yeah. headliner yeah yeah <laughs> okay so and they are primped and they are they are perfect it's just it's take so it. take surreal it <laughs> okay so within the first 10 seconds you have like a super hot guy in a tank top <laughs> and you're like what's going on here and then and then Christine comes from the side <laughs> and starts singing <laughs> Just, and she's getting like the light checks on her and you know they're working behind her <laughs> it's it's so much okay I, I gotta hit my highlights. Okay. When Scott is putting his guitar on, <laughs> they put they put the camera on him, and you can't see his face. All you see is the guitar first, but it's because he's putting it on, and then it's his head comes over the top like a surprise reveal of himself. <laughs> so, so good. I would describe his look as uh, uh, CCM great value John Stamos. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Scott in this video. Do you remember when you asked me if Anna from Frozen was brain damaged? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How could I forget? I kind of need to ask the same question about scott in this video okay okay shot of him is he even like they're not in the same video (laughs) (laughs) scott and christine are definitely not in the same video what (laughs) she just (laughs) she (laughs) she just freebased a xanax before the video started (laughs) and and i don't know what he did but it wasn't that he just she is is like half He's in his own. Is he? Does he know what's going on? No. <laughs> we should recut this with like the music that Scott and Christine were hearing in their heads during this video, because <laughs> it would be totally different. She would be hearing like, uh, she'd be hearing like the Civil Wars or something like really <laughs> slow like that, and he'd be hearing, jeez, oh, I don't know. He'd be hearing the weekend. That's right. what he'd be hearing. <laughs> and the way that he just randomly will come in with with singing with her, 
It doesn't really match what's in the song, like what you can hear in the song. It's so confusing. There's so, like a there's like a scene of him just hugging his guitar. Like he's just he's just he's obviously just waiting to be told where to go on set, what to do next. Just tell me where to go. I'm just gonna hug my guitar. <laughs> Okay, so for Scott Dente, I wrote down, it's like he's doing an impression of Phil Keggy doing an impression of Paul McCartney. <laughs> it's, so, it's so bizarre when he's, so most of the music videos like on the set of the music video, but then they also have the, the, the field that the they're picnic. in. The, it's, a, it's not a picnic though. They're not eating. She's arranging flowers and he's playing the guitar. But then all of a sudden, he's alone in the field, and he doesn't have a strap for his guitar, so he's got it propped up. <laughs> he's got it propped up on his hip, holding it way up <laughs> The Freudian imagery off the charts. It really is. It's so much. I, that's, that's the part where I lost it. When it cuts to him in the field with his guitar way up high, I just, I, I lost it. I was laughing so hard. This is a good segue because that's his big solo where yeah. he, he, where she cuts out and he sings it. But it's also the the lyrics of the song is one of these CCM songs that doesn't really make sense. It's just it like doesn't make a, sense at all. A bunch of pablum. It's like Michael W. Smith's "Cry for Love" or something, where it's like, <laughs> okay, like I guess we all need love. Like, yes. what, what is, I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna it's read you kind some. of like they. I feel like maybe they were kind of horny, but they needed to they that that's not their that's not their style of music so they had to make it you know is there a lot about touching in this in this song okay just i'm gonna read i'm gonna read you the lyrics of his bridge like his okay, uh, his okay. big solo and you just tell me what this means you come to us in the name of love reaching out through the human touch open hands in front of us all we need we all need so much <laughs> I think Lyrics that's like Joel Osteen. <laughs> yeah. They they were they were very focused on the human touch element of of this. It almost kind of some parts almost read like a like a mission trip too, like hands reaching out to us. Just So this is a prequel to Audio Adrenaline's Hands and Feet, is that what <laughs> you're saying? Maybe. There's just there's a lot about touching. How about that right. wardrobe change? Which one? <laughs> he wears he wears three different outfits in the mo- in the, in the video. Okay, but the two the two outfits they wear where they're on set. So like, okay. she's got that brownish mauveish blazer, and her lipstick matches perfectly. Oh, I had that. I had the that. The literal same color. It's like okay, look, what came first, the blazer this, or the lipstick? <laughs> this is literally. I'm gonna literally read my notes here. Okay. It says at at some point, someone thought it was a good idea to have Christine's hair, skin, lipstick, and clothes all be the exact same shade. It's so true. It's so true. She's so. It's it's Everything. not a good look. It's not a good look. And then he's got that jacket on with no collar. Whatever kind of jacket you call that. It's so gross. I if that if that jacket ever comes back, I'm I'm done. Take me to heaven. I'm done. 
And then they change clothes, and they're in black and white, which, thank God, we got some color contrast, finally. <laughs> Except she's got the collar, the, the, <laughs> her collar, what is it called? Just the collar, like, basically goes down to her nipples. It's so long, the edges of her collar. <laughs> it's just, it's perfect. I love it. All right, we need I probably to... shouldn't say nipples when I'm referring to somebody else. That's not, that's not nice. No, no, no. It's it goes okay, down to her to her mid bosom level. There, you can edit that Thank in. <laughs> I totally will, by the way. So, yeah, their wardrobe was uh, inspiring. I don't remember what they had on in the field. Just normal picnic clothes. <laughs> oh, I remember what they were wearing in the field. So, speaking of speaking of Christine Dente's nipples. Um, <laughs> That's not nice. So Kendra and I have this sort of unwritten code that, that we can talk about. It's very specific. We can talk about CCM stars that make us stumble as long as they okay. were from like 20 to 25 years ago. Right. Like, I don't really want to hear her talk about uh, how she's getting horny for Torrin Wells and, right. uh, you know, whatever the... <sighs> who's who's a great value? Adele? Like, who did we say? Lauren Tegel. <laughs> It's making you uncomfortable here. Yeah, she doesn't want to hear me talk about Lauren Daigle. But I can talk about Christine Dente. Okay, yeah. Christine Dente, in my notes, you're going to think this is mean. She's a nine with the hair of a four. (laughs) I don't disagree. (laughs) Her hair's so bad. It's really, really bad. It's so bad bad in this video. (laughs) It's not just... I say this as someone with not great hair. Like my hair is a mess. I mean, you know, not just not just when it is a mess. It's just a mess in general, and it's just what is going on. It's not just '90s bed. It's not like Twilight Paris where it's like, right. oh, this is just really age. It's like, what were you thinking in the moment? Like right. in the moment, it's not that even like this. Bad. This style's outdated. It's yeah. like this was never. This was never cool. <laughs> but this is a pattern with her because she had this like beautiful long blonde hair. And then she turned into Jane Lynch, like in one of, <laughs> do you remember that? Like she cut it all off and just had like this tiny, like spiky blonde hair, like on the, on the next album. And I was like, remember Whoa, that. who is this? Oh man, that's awful though. <laughs> that's awful. Christine Dente, poor hair choices. Like you had 20, <laughs> you had 20 people on that music video set. Nobody could do anything with the hair. I think the hair is going to, is going to be a, a, a common thing topic for this segment i think we're always going to come back to the hair so, one way or another I, scott's hair looking good in this though scott's hair was he had the john stamos look going he, yeah he borrowed some of john's uh pomade and had that had that mane <laughs> greased up and ready to go so i christine dente i was you know just watching through the video she's she's looking i mean good with bad hair good with bad hair when yeah. they get to the field, though, I gotta say, the sweater, a little bit of stumble material there. Oh, see, I, I, I didn't even notice. You know, the, <laughs> as the kids say, the the picnic outfit, it hits different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It hits different. <laughs> <laughs> so, my question for you, Haas. I have uh, to go back and, and notice that. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was very flattering let's just put it that way yeah yeah sweaters typically are <laughs> so here's here's my question for you Haas. okay which one are you taking 
Are you taking the sexual tension between Christine and the muscle man or the sexual tension between Scott and the redheaded photographer? Right? That was thick. <laughs> it was. That was. That it was, was. If we had to say which which was tenser, it was definitely the latter. Like, it was. I, I'm like, what is going on? Why are we putting this in the video? Is this real? You notice the, the photographer waited till Christine was not in the shot to come in for the close up. <laughs> And then, and then she was like trying to give him commands of what to do. And, yes, and yes. Because he was not in the same music video as anybody else, and he's sneering and <laughs> sneering and scowling, and it was perfect. And then she giggles it off, and they have like a little moment there. <laughs> it was it was intense. I could feel it. I I definitely was wondering why they picked such hot people no, to be in their video. No ugly people on that set. No, I mean, if 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 I'm gonna be in a music video, I'm definitely gonna be the hottest one on it. No, there's no way around it. I'm not letting someone be hotter than me in my music video. <laughs> would I be? Would I be the most attractive member of Big Daddy Weave? That is the question. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about Big Daddy Weave lately. <laughs> I don't think so. I probably would not be. I'm, I'm, I don't think I. I don't have. I don't. I don't know what those people look like. Their guitar so. player. Their guitar player is pretty handsome. So. Okay. I have to move on to something else. I guess. <laughs> would I be the best looking member of First Call? Am I better looking than uh, Marty? Well, they're all sixty now, so. <laughs> Marty, I think you got that one in the bag. Marty, <laughs> aka Hodor. I think Whoa, I think we've, <laughs> <let's> <laughs> the only other note I have that we didn't touch on is just what was with the vase of flowers? What was with the What's going on there? What was with First the of all piles of flowers in the field. What was she doing? I mean that at least made sense. They were outside. She's like collecting flowers, wildflowers. That's that's the whole thing they're doing. What is it? Which doesn't go with the song at all. But what is that's the fine. temperature outside? Because she's I dressed know. in a sweater and she's picking flower like spring flowers. Where are I know. they? I know. But the just like I almost wonder if if Scott was like well, I don't remember if he's in the shot. When they have the vase of flowers and they're trying to like focus and refocus between the background and the foreground, it's like someone's taking some very, some very distinct, distinct artistic liberties there, just just trying to make this work with the flowers. And then Christine picks up the vase and then she's just holding a vase of flowers, just holding it. I don't think she knows she's holding it. Like there is just a there's a vacant look in her eyes. She is, she is not on that set. She is not. She has no idea what she's singing. She is. <laughs> she, it's it's rough. She what is, a, I mean, what a great video to to just kick off this new and segment. You have not even mentioned the greatest part of the video, which is okay. a, a running joke that you and I have had in the past. You know, if you remember this, but the part where they join hands together and turn <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> And Scott finishes it off with a snarl. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you to screen cap that when you share the episode. Just that very specific part. <laughs> Danny can Photoshop our faces on them. <laughs> no. 
perfect. <laughs> that can be our new our new logo, branding, t-shirt, something. <laughs> it's too good. The whole thing is is too good. Just top tier. What what do you think we're going to do next? What's your next pick? Well, obviously we'll have to talk about this. I just have one more question. Okay. Whose idea was the video? Like who I... thought this is what Christian music videos should be like. This is what it's actually like on the set. I think that this was probably Scott's idea. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> they asked Christine and she just said... <laughs> I think that he spent time watching music videos and he said, we're going to do something different. Who are we're they... gonna we're gonna break the mold. Who are they trying to be? That's my question. Like, what a, what 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 are the influences here? Like, what are they? Because there really weren't. I mean, obviously not husband and wife, but there really weren't a lot of like male female duos in the right. secular world at that time. So I'm thinking, like, right. what did they? Like, what's the closest secular comp that we've got here? I have no idea. I, I don't either. Like, I I wasn't listening to a lot of secular music at the time. I'm they're trying to be a... their own thing. They're trying to to totally be something new. This is like mid nineties, so mm-hmm. I mean we're right in Hootie and the Blowfish. Um <laughs> then you've got the, the female pop groups. I mean there's really nothing there. Like there's nothing yeah similar in the secular world. If if I'm missing something, y'all uh periodic reminder that we Please. actually do have listeners and it's not just me and you talking. <laughs> <laughs> and they Please. probably they probably know a little bit more than us on some issues not everything assuming they've things. made it through 25 minutes of us dissecting the ccm video how could they not if 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 you tried to listen to this without watching the video you're gonna just please watch the video it's 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 incredible it's so good i gotta I gotta make a note to myself to as soon as this is over, go on Amazon and get Kendra a Christine Dente sweater. <laughs> I just went to go and try and figure out when this song came out, but of course, what pops up is this <laughs> <laughs> the album cover from their album Diamond Days, 1994, Diamond Days. by the way. Oh, man. Do you think they took that picture? I think they took that picture the same day they did the video shoot. I really do. Probably so. <laughs> it's, too, it's too good. Can you, it's too good. Can you at least find the... Uh, let me see if I can find it. When she turns into Jane Lynch. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's not nice. Oh, I see it. You see, see it? Inside. 1997, see inside. She does. She turned into Jane Lynch. Yeah, here. Yeah, that's it. That's rough. That's really rough. <sighs> What's he thinking there? What is he thinking about? <laughs> I'm telling you. He's thinking how much <laughs> he hates to accidentally get the peanut butter that you have to stir. How did you even think of that? (laughs) 
for the oh, uh, just to just as a reminder that we do have listeners. I did I sent because we were getting ready for this. I, I found both of their Twitter accounts and I sent yes. Casey a tweet of Scott Dente griping about peanut butter that you have to stir. Oh, that's why I could. I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, I forgot about that tweet. I immediately forgot about it after you sent it. I read yeah, it once fine. and just that's <laughs> fine. my brain said no. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> oh goodness! Hey, you, are we? Can we talk about uh, his Alan Rickman phase? No. Oh gosh, it's rough. Do you think he dyed his hair for a while to oh, try for and sure. stay? For sure. Yeah, try and stay looking young because it's so dark. What is Christine thinking right there? <laughs> This is great content. Us holding up pictures. Us holding up pictures for each other and just talking about the pictures. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so you're going to be in charge of picking the videos for this segment unless I can remember some that I really enjoyed. But I absolutely... this This is one of my favorite things. Just... Out oh. of the gray, out of the gray. That's out of the gray. Let's see, can I make a joke about this? Like it trend gray meaning brain matter. So like <laughs> out of the gray. That's that's Christine Dente's look at all times. She's out of the gray. <laughs> also describes Scott Dente's hair situation. He's <laughs> he's dying it to get out of the gray. Anyway, we'll edit all that out. Beautiful. What do you want to do? Do you want to do your next segment? We're already at 48 minutes. <laughs> Ooh. What, minus, what, four minutes of you know what? Let's, transition? Let's hold it. Can I have like another week to, to sharpen this up? Yeah. Yeah, let's just hold it. We already got the whole next episode planned, basically. Perfect. I have something, you have something, Isaiah sent us something in the DMs. Perfect. I I, I put down like the bones of this, but like okay. even as I was getting ready, I was like, man, if I just had a little bit more time, I could make this great. So Perfect. Let me go ahead and... Uh, Tune in next time for a faith-based movie pitch for Matthew Pierce. <laughs> well, you want to you teaser? Yeah, let's, I, let's hear it. Well, I know it's your favorite part of any faith-based movie pitch is okay it's the names <laughs> yes oh please give me the names give me the names <laughs> i can't wait actually it's gonna make more sense if i read you the um the, the characters okay the characters. characters uh jasper wallaby <laughs> perfect Z- jasper zany christian youtube comedian who rose to fame doing impressions of church characters and whose trademark is making fart sounds with his mouth has been off the radar for eight months after sending dick pics to hundreds of female followers and using his ministry's money to subsequently pay the women off wow jasper okay jasper wallaby gosh that's amazing okay it fits it fits so perfectly with that thing you just read when, okay, when this ahead. podcast ends, you're going to be like, God, I'm so glad I don't have to record these. That guy was really getting on my nerves there at the end. But doggone it, he could name some fake characters, <laughs> and I missed that part. That's not true. That's not how this is going to end. <laughs> okay, next character. Okay. Gail Florentine. Okay, is this a male or a female? Female, Gail. Okay, Gail. Gail Florentine, 
regal televangelist who specializes in prosperity yes. gospel and catering to the rich and famous as a spiritual life coach, currently under her. investigation for her opulent lifestyle, including using ministry funds to pay for a series of increasingly garish plastic surgeries. I can see her in my head, Gail. You ready for more? I got it. Yes. Ransom Whitehead. <laughs> I, I really can't wait to hear how all of these people fit together. Okay, Ransom. Ransom Whitehead, embattled fire and brimstone preacher and best-selling author who is accused of punching several of his church members and fundraising for a non-existent building campaign and using the money to manipulate the position of his book on the bestseller lists. Wow. Wow. Ransom. And, and finally. Okay. <laughs> Todd John. A double a double first name. I always love it. Let's hear it. Aloof he... mystical Aloof. leader of the Enclave, a hipster Hollywood <laughs> church that caters to celebrities, has been accused of multiple affairs with his congregants and of using the people in his church as slave labor for his celebrity friends. <laughs> Is is Todd the one with the stylish glasses? He has he has comically oversized glasses. <laughs> and okay. his and his wardrobe is it's a hoodie, but all it is it's a hoodie like with a necklace. He's totally topless, except it's just like a little <laughs> necklace with a hood a attached to it. Necklace with a hood. That's perfect. He has nipple rings too. <laughs> I can well, see it. He's no Christine Dente, but <laughs> I can't wait. So anyway, yeah, that those are the characters of next episode's faith-based movie. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. (laughs) (laughs) Jasper Wallaby. That's perfect. So good. All right. Okay. See you guys next. Would you like me to click stop? <laughs> yes, let's go ahead and click stop. I'm not letting someone be hotter than me in my music video.